God is so good. Amen. Now tonight I'm going to, uh, I'm still, the names of God in the Old Testament. Tonight, El Shaddai. El Shaddai, all right. Uh, El is another name that is translated as God and can be used in conjunction with other words to designate various aspects of God's character. Another word such as Shaddai, from which many believe it derives as Shad, meaning breast in Hebrew. Some other scholars believe that the name is derived from an uh, Akkadian word, Sedu, meaning mountain, suggesting strength and power. This refers to God completely nourishing, satisfying, and supplying his people with all their needs as a mother would her child. Connected with the word for God, El, this denotes a God who freely gives nourishment and blessings. He is our sustainer. So they call him El Shaddai, the many-breasted one. Amen? El Shaddai. Now, for further reference, uh, uh, you can look at Genesis 17, 1, Genesis 28, 3, Genesis 35, 11, Genesis 43, 14, and Genesis 48, 3. Amen. Now, now we're going, uh, I've got some food for thought tonight also. Some food for thought. I mean, something to think about, isn't that right? My, my, my. let's see, where is it? Food for thought. Give God a hand clap of praise while we wait here. Amen. Uh, the food for thought is, is uh, hope. <laughs> Psalms thirty three twenty two. Hope. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. Hope, a a striking painting by Frederick Watts, hangs in the Tate Gallery in London. A beautiful blindfolded woman is sitting on top of a globe. In her hand, she holds a lute. That's a musical instrument, all right? All but one of the strings... Are broken. She touches the one string with her finger and blends together, listening. She is filled with hope, believing that the best and the worst possibly circumstances. She really trusting, all right? As long as hope is alive, life cannot get us down. We will not snap under the weight of our problems and afflictions. God is able to turn the worst situations around. Where hope exists, no night can be completely dark. Hope fills our hearts with joy, even when our hearts are breaking. It is hope that gives us an invincible spirit. This sinful world only knows about a hopeless end. The Christian knows about an endless hope. Amen. Now, hope that will not disappoint. Got some scripture here. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. That's Psalms 42, verses 5 and 6. In hope, he believed against hope that he should become the father of many nations, as he had been told. So shall your offspring be. That's that's Romans four eighteen. We rejoice in hope of the glory of God, not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings, because we know that sufferings 
produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope, and hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. That's Romans 5, verses 2 through 5. Surely there is a future, and your hope will not be cut off. Proverbs twenty three eighteen. Amen? So, so we, we have hope tonight. And hope, the Bible says, hope make him not ashamed, because the love of God is shared abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank God. Now tonight, we're going to look at a, we're going to talk about true worship. True worship. Now, so I want to read, uh, I got a couple of scriptures here we're going to go with first. John, the Gospel of John, or St. John, chapter 4, verses 23 and 24. John, chapter 4, verses 23 and 24. Amen? Yeah, verses 23 and 24. Now, see, this is what Jesus was talking to the woman of Samaria. You know, Jesus went through Samaria because he had to talk with this woman. Amen? He had to talk with the woman of Samaria. Amen. So, let's begin with verse 21 through 24. Jesus is talking to the woman of Samaria. That's the beginning of verse 21. Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain, see they had a, they had a, a synagogue in Mount Garrison, all right, Mount Garrison. You should neither worship God in this mountain, nor at, not yet at Jerusalem. You know, they had a temple in Jerusalem. Worship the Father. Ye worship, you know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. See, it was to the Jews first, right, and then to the Gentiles. But the hour, listen to what Jesus said, cometh, and now is, when, when true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. Verse 24, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And Nehemiah 8 Verses 5 and 6. Nehemiah 8, verses 5 and 6. Nehemiah 8, verses 5 and 6. Chronicles. Nehemiah, Esther. Nehemiah 8, verses 5 and 6. Listen what it says. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen, Amen, with lifted up, with lifting up their hands, and they bowed their their heads, and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. I said five and six, didn't I? Let me, I? I read six. Let me go up. Let me read five and six. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people. That was the book of the law, Moses, that Moses had given him, all right? For he was above all the people, and when he opened it, all the people stood up. Hallelujah. He opened the book, and all the people stood up, all right? And Ezra blessed the Lord. The great God and all the people answered, Amen, Amen, with lifting up hands, up, lifting up their hands, and they bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Let's pray. Father, 
thank you for the word of God. For thy word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Thy word is forever settled in heaven. Lord, help us to look to thee and to obey your voice, to continue in your word, that we'll be your disciples indeed, Lord, and we'll know the truth and truth will make us free, Lord. Help us to be obedient and to stand up for what's right, Lord. We're living in the end time, and you're coming soon, Lord God. So help us, Lord God, to be strong witnesses for you, the word of God to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, but on the whole armor of God. So help us, Lord God, to do your will and to, and to continue in your word and to be strong and to be faithful to thee, Lord God. Bless and live for me to every need this present tonight. And thank you for victory, Father, in Jesus' name, for the glory of God. Amen. 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 Now, we're talking about, tonight we're going to talk about true worshipers. True worshipers. Now, Jesus said, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. So now, it's true. We're, God's true people are the true worshipers. But now, you, how many of y'all know tonight, God, God, Jesus let us know there are some people worshiping him in vain tonight. Isn't that right? Let's, let's look at Matthew chapter 15, verses 1 through 9. Matthew 15, verses 1 through 9. I'm going to ask Brother Doug if he'll read that. Matthew 15, verses 1 through 9. See, Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. And the Bible says it was to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Amen. So here Jesus was teaching and, and, and Jesus taught only truth. He taught what his father, he heard his father say. He taught the truth. And Jesus said, my doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. Amen. Hallelujah. So listen to what Jesus said here in Matthew chapter 15, beginning at verse 1. Now, now, scribes and Pharisees came to Jesus, all right? Which were of Jerusalem, saying... They were of Jerusalem, and this is what they said to Jesus. They said something to Jesus. What did they say to Jesus? Why do thy disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? Stop. Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? All right? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. They don't wash their hands when they eat bread. See... See, see, those Jews back there, they, they, they were just starchy and stiff, you know. In other words, if you, you had to wash it. And you, you'd be surprised, all the washings and things, if you just sort of study that out, they, they did a lot of stuff that wasn't of God. I said, well, that's the reason why Jesus, when they came to Jesus with all this mess, he told them the truth, didn't he? He told them the truth. Amen? They didn't always receive it. Most of them, a lot of them didn't receive it. But he spoke the truth. Amen? He told, and, and we have to speak the truth. We're God's servants today. And he's depending on you and me to tell it like it is. Tell the truth. But, but have a, a holy life. Live a holy life. Isn't that right? You know, and, in order to be convincing. Uh, what did Jesus say here? But he answered and said unto them. They said, what, why, do you, why do your disciples transgress the law? They don't, eat, they don't wash their hands before they eat. And this is what Jesus said to them. What did Jesus say? Why do you transgress the commandment of God by your... It was their tradition. Something that, they, something that they had made up. A lot of stuff they had made up. Moses wrote commandments, but then, then the, the Jewish people added a lot to it. Why do you transgress the commandments of God by your tradition? All right? God commanded, saying... God, listen, God said that God commanded, saying... Honor your father and mother. And you know, we're supposed to honor our father and mother. Isn't that right? I know I honored my father and mother. <laughs> my mother was tough, a tough one. She was. I mean, my dad, he was easy going, but my, my mother, you, you couldn't, uh-uh. You, you don't pout or do nothing when she said something. That was, that was gospel, so to speak. You did that or you got in trouble. Amen? You did because, you know why? She would pick up anything and throw <laughs> That's right. She'd, whatever, she'd pick up something and throw at you, whatever it was, you know. So, so we all respected her from the littlest to the biggest. <laughs> Amen. All right, what did Jesus say here? And he that curses father or mother, 
He that curses father or mother, let him die the death. Him die the death. Listen, what Jesus brought the truth to him, all right? But this is what you say. Now, the word said that God said, I just told you what God said, but this is what you say, all right? Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, Who shall say to his father or his mother, it is a gift. It's a gift. For this. Whatsoever you might be profited. Whatsoever you might be profited by, all right? And honor not his father or his mother. And honor not his father and his mother. He shall be free. He shall be free. See how. See how how um, off off they were. They were off track. They were off track. Why? Because the devil deceived them. Anytime you go against the word of God, you're in trouble. Isn't that right? Anytime you speak against what God said, you're wrong. God is right. God is true. God is holy. Amen? And and, and the Christians, God wants us to follow him closely not at a distance but closely what did Pastor Paul talked about being in it in his, not being in his righteousness in the righteousness of God in other words we have to put on the righteousness of Jesus Christ isn't that right our righteousness is that filthy rag isn't that right but we have to put on the righteousness of Jesus Christ in order to be Christians God's calling for Christians in these last days Somebody that would stand firm on the word of God. Somebody that, that loved him first of all. How, why do we love him? Because he first loved us. He loved us so much. And as the pastor made it plain this morning. Hallelujah. He made, really made it plain. God is good. Isn't that right? He's good. And he's faithful. And Amen. And he wants us to obey him. He's calling for obedient children. Isn't that right? And Jesus set an example, didn't he? By humbling himself. He humbled himself and became obedient to the death of the cross. He died on the cross because he loved us. He loved us with an everlasting love. Hallelujah. Read. Thus have you made the commandments of God of none effect. You made the commandments of God of none effect. By your tradition. By your tradition. See how Jesus talked to them? Because he wanted them to be right. Jesus, Jesus wanted these people to be right. He loved them, and he wanted them to be right. But he, he, he couldn't make them get right. God doesn't make people do things, does he? No, he does not. But, but he does give us chance after chance after chance to get right. You made the God's commandment of none effect by your tradition, all right? Let's, see, Jesus, see, Jesus didn't, he didn't pull no punches, did he? No, he did not. He called a hypocrite a hypocrite, a liar a liar, a thief a thief. Isn't that right? That's what we got to do. Let's just make sure we're clean, living clean ourselves before we do that. And Jesus was, Jesus was God with us. He, isn't that right? He was God incarnate. He came in the flesh. He, was, he had a fleshly body like you and me. Amen. But he humbled himself. He denied himself. He was full of the Spirit of God. Full of wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Isn't that right? Because of God. All right, read. Well, did Isaiah prophesy the same? Isaiah talked about you. Isaiah prophesied about you. See, Jesus called them hypocrites. What's a hypocrite? A hypocrite is somebody that, that pretend to be something that they're not. Isn't that right? Yes. Hallelujah. Well, he's like, well, did Isaiah prophesy of you? What did he say? This, is, this people, see, we're talking about true worshipers. And, and Jesus let us know there are some false worshipers that's worshiping. They're worshiping God now. These false people are, are worshiping God. What did it say? This people draw nigh unto me with their this mouth. This people draw nigh to me with their mouth and honors me with their lips, right? But their heart is far from me. See, God wants our heart. Isn't that right? In order for God to use you or me, he got to have our heart. we got to love God with all that's in us. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy mind, all thy soul, and all thy strength. And what? The second is like naming unto it, thou shalt what? Love thy neighbor as thyself. 
That's going. That's doing some loving, isn't it? But we can only do that when we're Christian. We're true children of God. All right, read, my brother. Verse nine. Verse nine. Listen. To, listen to what Jesus said. But in vain do they worship me. Listen to what he said. But in vain they do worship me. Teaching for doctrine. Teaching for doctrine. The commandments, the commandments of men. Teaching for doctrine. The command, worshiping God in vain. Amen? So, Jesus taught about true worship, and he taught about the false worshipers here. Amen? Because everybody that say, Lord, Lord, not going to enter into the kingdom. But what? He that doeth the will of the Father, those are the ones that are going to enter into God's kingdom. Amen? Worship. The English word worship is derived from an Anglo-Saxon or Old English word. Worship, which means worth-ship, worth-ship. And it constitutes those actions and attitudes that, that revere and honor the worthiness of the great God of heaven and earth. Amen? Thus worship is, is, worship is God-centered and not man-centered. Isn't that right? In Christian worship, we draw near to God in gratitude for what he has done for us in Christ and through the Holy Spirit. It requires faith to worship God. It requires faith, commitment, an acknowledgement that, that he is our God and Lord. Our God and Savior. That's right. We should worship him because he is our creator. Did he create us? Better believe he did. And we should worship him because he is our redeemer. Our existence as redeemed followers of Christ is an expression of worship to God. That's, that's talking about true worshipers. Now, not, not, I'm talking about somebody that loves God and, and, and with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength. Hallelujah. That's what, that's what true worshipers, because there are, plenty, there are a lot of false worshipers, worshipers today. The scripture says our God is jealous. Isn't that right? He, he, he has created you and me for, for himself. He redeemed us to himself. God does not allow... Angels to be worshipped, does he? No, he does not. Let's look at Revelation 22, 9. God doesn't allow angels to be worshipped. Amen. He's the one to be, he's the only one to be worshipped. He's worthy. Revelation 22, 9, what did it say? Now see, this is John on the Isle of Patmos and an angel was talking to him. Let's see, what did it say? You probably need to go up a little by verse 7 and see what. And I, John, saw these things. And I, John. See, John was on the Isle of Patmos and God showed him some things. I, John, saw these things, all right? And heard them. And I heard them. I heard what God said. God showed me some things and I saw some things and I heard some things, all right? And when I had heard and seen. When I heard and seen. I fell down before the feet of the angel to worship him. And what happened here? Then he saith unto me. He said unto me. See thou do it not. Don't worship me. Do, the, do it not. For I am thy fellow servant. I'm your fellow servant. And of thy brethren. And of thy brethren. The prophets. The prophets. Of them which keep the sayings of this book. To keep the sayings. We obey what God said. That's what he said. He was a worship God. God is to be worshipped. And God, God is to be worshipped. Angels are not to be worshipped. Mary is not to be worshipped. Isn't that right? Men are not to be worshipped. <laughs> Hallelujah. Men not to be worshipped. Isn't that right? So, so, so let's look at a, a scripture here where some people got off track and, and they were about ready to worship uh, men. Let's see, in, in the book of Acts... It's Acts 14 is what I want. I got it written here somewhere. 
Acts 14. I'm going to write it out. Acts chapter 14, beginning at verse, let's see what I got. I think I want verse 6, I believe. Take a look at that for me. I think that's the verse I want. This is the Apostle Paul. You know, Apostle Paul made three missionary journeys. We, we talked about that some. We, talked, we covered one and maybe, maybe almost two missionary journeys Paul made. But, but here, Paul and Barnabas, as they went through preaching the word of God. Oh, I wanted to say that about the sixth verse, I think. I won't. I wrote it down, but I don't see the scripture I wrote. Um, verse six. What does it say? Then were, they were aware of it and fled unto Lystra and Derby. Yeah, go up one verse higher. They see that they, they, they was preaching the gospel here, and the people got angry. The Gentiles and the Jews got angry, and they was going to stone them, right? And they was going to stone them. What happened? They were aware of it. They were aware. They, they came to the knowledge of it. They were aware of, aware of it, all right? And, and they fled. You know what, you know what Jesus said? If they, when they persecute you in one city, what? Flee unto the next. Sometimes you have to flee. That's right. Sometimes you have to run. Flee, run. Persecute you in one, and persecute you in one city. Flee unto the next, and they fled into the next city. What happened? They went to the city of Laconia and what? And the region lies round about because they, they got after them. They're going to stone them. All right. And they did what? They preached the gospel. The gospel is offensive to people that that, uh, don't want to obey and they won't obey. That's right. The gospel is offensive. Better believe it is. I mean, you you speak to somebody that I had had a man one time told me, I was telling him the truth. He said, you're about to get half your head slapped off. (laughs) That's what he told me. Boy, and he's probably been a preacher. <laughs> but God's good, isn't it? Hey, Amen. God took care of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, God took care of me. Because that man, he, he, was, he was pretty fierce. But God's good, isn't it? The apostles, they went through these things. What happened, my brother? Read. Now said a certain man at Lystra, when Paul and Barnabas went in there, a certain man at Lystra, all right? Impotent in his feet. He, he was crippled in his feet. Impotent in his feet. Crippled in his feet, all right? Being a cripple from his mother's womb. He never had walked. He was crippled from his mother's womb. All right? Never walked. He never had walked. The same heard Paul speak. And, and he heard Paul speak. Who steadfastly him. He, he, he kept, he looked at him, he did steadfastly, just kept his eyes right on Paul, all right, because he heard him speaking. All right, read. And perceiving that he had faith to be healed. Paul understood and saw that he had faith to be healed. Said with a loud voice. Paul said with a loud voice. Stand upright on thy feet. Stand upright on thy feet. See, the man heard the word of God, and he received faith. Faith come by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, doesn't it? Our pastor been telling us, that's preaching this, this to us. Amen. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. He heard the word of God. He believed. And Paul knew that he believed. And Paul said, stand upright upon thy feet. And what happened? He leaped and walked. walked. Amen. He believed God. God did the work. God healed him. He leaped and walked. All right. And when the people saw what Paul had done. And when the people saw what Paul had done. They lifted up their voices. Listen, listen, listen how deceived they were. They were ignorant. Of, of the truth. All right? When it, in, in the of they, they said in the speech of Lyconia, after they saw what Paul had done, after they said God healed the man through Paul, and, 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 and they began to say, what did they say? They said the gods have come down to us. See how, see how uh, ignorant they were? People, a lot of people are ignorant of the scripture. They just didn't know. Is that right? 
the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. See, they, did, they, they thought, that's what they actually thought because they, they, they didn't know the truth. People got to be taught the truth. And when we have open heart, we can receive it and obey it, can't we? Got to have an open heart to it. All right. The gods have come down to us in the likeness of men, all right? And they called Barnabas Jupiter. And Paul Mercury. And Paul Mercury. He was the chief speaker. Oh, I read. Then the priest of Jupiter. Listen at this now. Listen at this. The priest of Jupiter. Which were before their city. Which were before their city. Brought oxen and garland. Listen at this now. They brought oxen and garland. Unto the gate. Unto the gate. And would have done sacrifice with the people. And they were going to do sacrifice with the people. Hallelujah. Isn't that sad? But, but what happened here? Which when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of it. When Barnabas and Paul heard of it, listen to what they did. My God. They, had, they knew they had to stop this. They knew the people were ignorant. All right? They rent their clothes. They, re- they tore their clothes. Rent their clothes. They tore their clothes. Rent their clothes. And ran in among the, ran in among the people. And, and, and hallelujah. What did they tell them? Crying out. They, they cried out. No doubt they cried with a loud voice. They cried out. And saying, sirs. They said, sirs. Why do you do these things? Why, do you, why are you doing this? Why are you doing these things? All right. We also are men of like passions with you. We are men of like passion with you. Don't do what you're doing here. You're doing, all right, read. And preach unto you that you should turn from these vanities. We teach unto you you should turn from these vanities. Unto the living God. And to the living God. Thank God. He made heaven, didn't he? He made earth. He made the sea and all things that are there. He made all, all of this. We, talk, we have a great God. Don't, do we realize that tonight? We have a mighty God. Hallelujah. He's faithful and true. And he has all power. All power is his. So we can say, who have a God like our God? Who? Nobody, because there's only one true God. Amen. Thank God the Lord for for salvation tonight. Thank God for for deliverance. Thank God for, hallelujah, for Jesus. He sent Jesus, didn't he, to die on the cross. And Jesus died. As Pastor Venema talked this morning, how Jesus humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And then God highly exalted him, didn't he? It takes humility. It takes humility. Not Pastor Venema was a humble man. He's a humble man. It takes humility. Isn't that right? To please God. If you're going to please God, you've got to humble yourself. And the word of God says, If any man be my disciple, let him what? First deny himself, then take up his cross and follow me. And I was talking to a young man tonight about uh, serving. I said, do you, do you, I, I said, are you a Christian? He didn't really know what a Christian was. You know. And I, I I instructed him, you know, to follow of Christ. You know, Christian was a follower of Christ. And, uh, but pray for him. His name is, uh, what, Andrea? What is his, what is his name? Uh, pray for him. Pray that God knows his name. I, I forget names, but uh, I was talking to him. And, and he need help. Huh? Antonio, pray for him that God would enlighten him and save him and help him. Now, we led a young lady to the Lord. Uh, right after my mother-in-law's death, after she, we buried her, we buried her, hadn't we? And she came over and we led her to the Lord. And uh, she told me coming to church. But the devil, I tell you, he got hold, she, she got sick. I had to go to the hospital. And, uh, but pray God to set her free. And they thought, they were sent, they thought she had meningitis. And we said, no, we, we cursed that and cast it out. And the chair was a bad place with the flu. But pray that God would bring her out. She planned to come to church. That's why well, you, you, you know, you, you heard me say how, and as the scriptures say, when the word of God is preached, it falls in one of four places, right? Some fell by the wayside. And the fowls came and devoured them. That's the ones that hear the word of God and didn't understand, they didn't understand it. And Satan come and just take it. And they can't bring forth no fruit because they it didn't it didn't get in, they didn't receive it into their hearts. All right? Some fell among thorns. And some fell on stony ground, right? Some fell into good ground and brought forth some 30, some 60, and a hundredfold. Hallelujah. 
So pray that God will set her free. She, she's better now, isn't she? Pray that God will. She's some better. But God's going to bring her out of there. God's going to bring her out. Amen. And, and she's coming to church. Because see, Satan tried his best to hinder all he can. Isn't that right? You know, the Apostle Paul said, uh, we would have come unto you once again, even our Paul. What? But Satan hindered us. Isn't that right? Satan hindered you all he can. But God's faithful. That's why we got to pray and trust God and live for God and obey God and speak the word of truth. Amen. God's coming soon. Isn't that right? And true worshipers, Jesus said, the hour cometh the now is. The true worshipers, what? Must worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Amen? He seeks us to worship him. Because we have so much ungodliness in the land. But God's faithful. Read just a little bit more of that. Who in times past suffered all the nations to walk in their own ways. In, in time past, God suffered all the nations to walk in their own ways. What? See, God didn't leave himself without. He, he always sent a witness, doesn't he? He always sent a witness. A lot of people rejected. See it and don't, and some don't understand it. The devil deceived people. But God always left himself without a witness. He had a witness there. Amen? Didn't he? <laughs> always have a witness there. Thank God. God. The Bible says the heavens declare the glory of God, right? The firmness showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth his speech. And night unto night, what? Showeth knowledge, Psalms 19. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? He's faithful. What did you say, brother? In that he did good. He did good, God, and God always does good, doesn't he? He's a good, he's a good God, all right? And gave us rain from heaven. He gave us rain from heaven. In fruitful season. And hallelujah. You're talking about some pure. The word of God is pure. The Bible says every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Every word of God is pure. God's word is holy and righteous and just. And God is faithful. God is true. God wants us to obey his voice. And God wants to deliver us, doesn't he? He wants to take us to higher heights and deeper depths in him. And as Pastor Venable said when we, we were getting ready to leave from here, he said, no more junk for Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God. Thank God for a good pastor and his wife. They, they love God. And, and, and they love God's people. And we love one another, don't we? Christians love one another. And I've been reading in, in, in uh, John, the epistles of John. And it, it just makes it so plain. He that, have, if, you never, if you don't have love, you don't have God. Isn't that right? God is love. He that love is not no, if not God. So when you know God, you love. And love is more than just talk. Love is action. Love is an action word. God so loved the world that he did what? Gave his only begotten son. Hallelujah. And so when we love, when we love, we'll give. It don't have to be money all the time. All the time. It can be what? Your time. Not, it can be your time in the time. But just be led by the Spirit of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, what? They are the sons of God. God wants us to, to let him lead us and guide us and direct us, and we follow him. Amen? He, he that followed me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Hallelujah. God is good. We just look, I want to finish this up. What does it say? He filled our hearts with fooling. Now, see, see how the, he took time to preach the word to them, didn't he? He took time to just let them know what was going on here because they were ignorant. Hallelujah, all right. And with these sayings, and with these saying, scarce restrain they, the people. they scarcely restrain them from doing sacrifice. See, hallelujah. Thank God. Thank God. For deliverance. Thank God for, for people that love God and people that's humble. They humble themselves. You don't worship man. But see, some people, so, some people, they, they, they let you do they won't. Remember, in the Bible, there's a man by the name of Herod. <laughs> and, and he made an oration, made a speech to the people. 
and, and, and the people say, oh, this is not the voice of a man. This is the voice of a God. And he didn't, he didn't give God the glory. He didn't give God glory or credit. But you know what God did? The, Lord, the angel of the Lord smote him. And the worms ate him. He was eating the worms, wasn't he? See, I mean, that, that's a terrible, that's a ther- hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank the Lord. That's a terrible death, amen. We got to give God the glory. We got to give God the praise. God is God. He's faithful and true. And there's only one true God. Amen. And, and, and Jesus Christ, his son, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. For faith, for his faithfulness, his love, and his compassion. Amen. And, and by them, by Paul and saying the things they said, teaching them truth there, they scarcely restrained them from doing sacrifice. Read a little bit more. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes. Listen at this. See, see, the devil's a liar. The devil was, was on their trail. <laughs> they had ran from one city, ran to this other one, <laughs> and uh, and and and, and the, the uh, hallelujah. Some of them, fo- some of them followed them, followed them, and they wanted Paul dead. How I many y'all know that? They wanted Paul dead. Not only Paul, the others too, but especially Paul, because Paul had a big mouth for Jesus. I mean, he, isn't that right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he didn't bite his tongue. He spoke truth. <laughs> Hallelujah. Paul spoke the truth for Jesus. He wasn't ashamed. And, and, and Paul would go into cities and speak the word of God, and, and no doubt them brothers would say, oh, won't he, won't he just take it easy? <laughs> I don't know how someone was saying that. Because <laughs> on one occasion, Paul said, at my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. How be it? The Lord stood with me, didn't he? He delivered me. Hallelujah. He strengthened me. Yeah, God is good, isn't he? God will never leave. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He meant what he said and said what he meant. God doesn't mince words, does he? Thank God. We can depend on God. We can depend on He's faithful. That's why we need to worship God in spirit and in truth. God is a spirit. They that worship Him must worship Him. In spirit and in truth. He seeks us to worship him, doesn't he? <laughs> he seeks us to worship him. Thank God. Thank God. Let me, I got a little bit more here tonight I'm, I'm going to do. And then, hallelujah, what does it say here? Let's see. Humans, human beings have worshipped God from the beginning of history. Adam and Eve had fellowship regularly with God in the Garden of Eden. You know, until they messed up, you know. Seth descendants called on the name of the Lord. You can find this in, in Genesis 4.26. You might want to write it down. Noah built an, an altar to the Lord for a burnt offering after the flood, Genesis eight twenty. Abraham built altars for burnt offerings to the Lord. Genesis twelve verses seven and eight. Genesis thirteen verse four and verse eighteen. And Genesis twenty two nine. Now, after the Exodus, you know, they built the tabernacle. And therefore, they, they, then they began to have work, work regular sacrifice were offered daily and especially on the Sabbath. And God established several annual feasts as occasions for the Israelites. All right. Now, and they had public worship, you know, got some... Uh, all right, now worship in the early church, let's go to this here. Worship in the early church took place both in Jerusalem, temple, 
and in private homes. Acts 2, verses 46 and 47. Let's read that. Acts 2, verses 46 and 47. Forty-six and forty-seven. Yes. Worship and took place both in Jerusalem Temple and in private homes. Acts two verses forty-six and forty-seven. In the temple, all right. And breaking bread from house to house. And breaking bread from house to house. Mm-hmm. They're praising God and having favor with all the people. Hallelujah. God is faithful, isn't he? Christians worshipped as long as they were permitted in the synagogues. When, when they were no longer allowed, they met elsewhere for worship, usually in private homes. Acts 18, you can write this down, Acts 18, 7, and Romans 16, 5. Colossians 4.15. Read that verse. Colossians 4.15. Salute the brethren which are in Laodicea and Nymphus and the church which is in his house. The church which is in his house. The church is in the house. Let's look at one more. Philemon chapter 1 verse 2. Philemon 1, verse 2. And to our beloved Apia and Archippus, our fellow soldiers, and to the church in thy house. Amen. So they worship in, they worship in houses. You know, they, Satan's a liar. You know, they went to the synagogues as long as they could. And, and uh, you, you know, Jesus himself. When he went to the synagogue and preached, you know, on one occasion he went there, you know, and uh, Luke, the fourth chapter. Let's look at that, and I think we'll close with that. The fourth chapter of Luke, when Jesus went. So you're going to be persecuted when, when, you, uh, when you tell the truth. When you, when you speak true. You're going to be persecuted. Amen. Because there's a lot of ungodly people. Let's see. All right. Let's see. Let's look at, begin at verse 16. Yes. Verse 16, Luke 4, verse 16. And he came to Nazareth. Talking about Jesus. Jesus came to Nazareth. Where he had been brought up. This is what he was brought up at, all right. His custom was he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath. Day. He went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And he stood up to read, all right? And there was delivered unto him. That was delivered unto him. The book of the prophet Isaiah. The book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. Found the place where it was written, all right? The spirit of the Lord is upon me. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he hath anointed me to preach, the gospel to, the poor. to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captive. To preach deliverance to the captive. And recovering of the sight of the, to the blind. And recovering of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. To set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. To preach the acceptable year of the read on. And he closed the book. And he closed the book. He gave it again to the minister. And sat down. And he sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. Everybody in the synagogue looked at him, was looking at him, fastened the eyes on him. All right, read on. And he began to say unto them. He began to say unto them. This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. This scripture is fulfilled in your ears today, this day. All right, read. And all bear him witness. All bear him witness. Uh huh. And they said, "Is not this Joseph's son?" Now listen at this. Now, 
See, see, the devil's a liar. Is not this Joseph's son? All right. And he said unto them, said unto them you, will say, you will surely say unto me this proverb. This proverb Physician, heal thyself. Physician, heal thyself. Uh-huh. Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum. What you've done in Capernaum. Do also in your country, but see, he couldn't do he couldn't do many miracles in, in his own country because of unbelief. The Bible didn't that right? Because of unbelief, I read. And he said, "Verily I say unto you, verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. No prophet, prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you of a truth. But I tell you of a truth. Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah. Uh huh." See, Elijah prayed, and God shut up to heaven for three years and six months. All as many widows as ever listen at this. It's a great famine. All right, go ahead. When great famine was throughout all the land. Uh huh. But unto none of them was Elijah sent. Well, none of them was Elijah sent. Save unto Sarepta. Sarepta, a city of Sidon. Just one city, city of Sidon. Woman that was a widow. He went to the. God sent him to the widow. See, God. Knows what he's doing. And God lead his people if we'll follow him, all right? And Read. Many, and many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elias. Uh huh. The prophet. And none of them was cleansed. Only, only Naaman was cleansed. Naaman the Syrian was cleansed. See, Jesus, let's read on. Come on. And all they in the synagogue, when they had heard these and things. When all those in the synagogue, when they heard these things. Filled with wrath. See, he spoke the truth. The truth is offensive, isn't that right? If, if when your heart is not right, you don't want you don't want the truth, it makes you mad. Isn't that right? <laughs> like that man talking about slapping head, but top my head off. I mean <laughs> it makes a man, but it, <laughs> it makes a man. Hallelujah. Get offended. All right, read. They they rose up and thrust him out of the city. And led him unto the brow of the hill. Led him to the brow of the hill. Where on the, their city was built. Where on the city was built. That they might cast him down headlong. They wanted to cast him down head first, headlong. They wanted to cast him off of there. That's what they wanted to do, but they couldn't. You read. But he passing through the midst of him. He passing through the midst of him. Went his way. Went his way. Amen. God's good, isn't he? God is so good, saints. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And Jesus made it plain that there are people that worship him in vain. And today, many of them are worshiping God in vain. But God has some true worship. Let's continue to worship God in spirit and in truth. For he seeks such a worship him. Amen. Lord willing, next week I'll continue this if it be the will of God. May God bless you tonight. It's our prayer in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. God is so good, isn't he?